Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. You got me? Can you hear yeah, me all right? Can... Yes, sir. Yep. How about me? Clear on your end? Yes, sir. Perfect. Good. All right. There's always something. It's always it's, someone has an issue with it or, or it or, uh, just dies out. Or last time me and Pete Dallas, he just, for some reason, couldn't hear his audio like four times. So, but... I think we're all yeah, good. Well, you know, I I guess I guess it's I guess it's better this way, especially since we're what two thousand miles, fifteen hundred miles away. I guess it will make it work. Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. Scooby. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up, boys? What's going on? Sean, getting spammed with bad trade offers. <laughs> good. It's a tough time of the year. I think like it's slowed down. I got one done the other day. But it's it's been rough. People are kind of happy with their teams. I think you know what I mean. Kind of all set for the most part. Maybe some tweaks here and there. It's either like seventy five percent of the league's happy with their their team and just kind of want to see what happens from here, or you just want to completely tear it all down right now. You guys right. seeing that? Yeah, it kind of just depends on where you're at. Yeah, yeah, it's really slowed down. Or it's or it's the one person who wants a specific player from you, and you'll get you'll get five offers. Not not anyone in in our leagues, but it's like, yep, still still don't want to move them. Still want to see what's yeah. happening. Still, let's, yeah, let's yeah. Hold on. Am I the only person that does that? Like, like I, I, if I like a player more than consensus. And I just really like having that player on my team. Like, there's a couple guys that I really like. I just, I ever, you have to pay more than what they're actually worth to get me to move them. Yeah, so if I'm the only person who does that. Like, it's like a convenience fee almost. Like, if you're gonna yeah. take this guy off my team, I need more, more than what he's actually worth. Yep, because I own him. <laughs> yeah, right. <You> need, <laughs> if guy. he was on your team, I wouldn't want to pay this much. Right, right, right. But mine. I'm in a league too where just I mean we talk about this a lot but running backs in July they're hard they can be hard to get deals done for because the owners want top two three startup value for them but they're 26 27 year old running backs in Dynasty and you know it's it's I'm not going there I'm not, I just I can't pay that much I learned my lesson um, and just it's just one of those leagues where guys are saying hey i wouldn't even trade aaron jones or um just trying to think of someone in that kind of tier uh where they're good you know they're probably going to have a great year but 27 they're running back you know what i mean and i'm not paying a 23 first plus yeah fournette camara yeah zeke jones exactly yeah and and plus it's it's like I mean, we're all smart enough. We know what they could be, but I'm not paying what they could be prices. I will pay what they are, but I'm not paying what they could be. So don't don't try to sell me on, well, Jones is the number two receiving option. No, no. I mean, I'll pay what he is, but I'm not paying what he could be. That's that's where I stick. But. Yeah. And the 20 and just getting the I wouldn't even consider a 2023 first for these guys. And in my head, I'm thinking I would I would hit except so hard and so fast on you know getting rid of Camara or 
Aaron Jones, and even if I need him, like I'd rather have no running back and going into the year and figure it out than miss miss that miss that boat. But yeah, it's definitely. a league where it's like point you get points per carry, I believe, and and major uh, points per catch. So I get it. Right, running backs are averaging 20, 30 points a game, but yeah, it's just one of those leagues. No one wants to no one wants to loosen their grips, not getting a counter, not getting any any kind of communication back, but um is what it is, I guess. But what's new with uh, you guys? Anything going on? Scott Fishball, right? Or not? Yeah, yeah, that's happening. I uh what's what's your spot or whatever? How's your how's that going? Uh, yeah, we started at ten. 10 o'clock this morning and it didn't feel right but i did it anyways um let me see we had allen go one herbert go two burrow went three which is interesting then mahomes jackson and i was up i took uh i took my guy jonathan taylor and then we had cmc go right off after that murray kelsey and brady so we're stalled out at 11 right now but it's it's moving it's moving it's aren't they doing is it so is it on sleeper or mfl so the live city drafts were on sleeper he did like okay. 12 different cities and then everything else is slow drafts on an mfl and gotcha I, I know i met i know you mentioned you're not a fan scooby you ever do anything on mfl i'm no. doing three on there right now actually like oh, I, okay but do you ever use the mfl platinum app I so I got into a league last year. Had a really great team, but I just couldn't get into it. I ended up paying for twenty three. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm out. Like I had Javante yeah. Williams, Josh Allen, Diggs, Terry McLaurin. I, I was pretty stacked, but I was like, I just can't get into it. But, it's not fun. I know. And like guys that are MFL or MFL disciples, and yeah. they will, they hate sleeper. You know, I think it's, and I get it. You can do things and. You know, argument with them so i don't like the uh chicken fighting a, a monster <laughs> on game day it's like okay well don't look at that you know i don't i don't know what to say but um i don't know i've done both in the last year and doing both right now literally i'm doing a uh july mock for dlf and then an actual startup and um platinum apps way easier but um I just, I just still don't see one benefit of using MFL other than that. How's that mock going? You're, you're in there with the big boys, right? Uh, sort of. So half the names are like franchise one, franchise two. Gotcha. Um, but and I didn't know this when I got started. But it's a one QB, and yeah, this is like my first one QB league in. God, I don't even know how long for up for probably three, four years now. Um, so it's good. I mean, it's going. It's we're in like the thirteenth, fourteenth round now. So I'm just trying to I'm looking at it as basically a redraft league, but it's moving pretty good. Um, but yeah, um, how'd you get? How'd you get into uh, Scott Fishbowl? Just a hundred percent luck. I applied at, I think when they were twenty one percent. I applied, and I kicked it around for a couple weeks, and I was like, okay, every everything I saw, anyone who was getting in that was a nobody like myself, was not pestering, but making their presence known on Twitter. 
So I was like, okay. So I tweeted Scott and Ryan McDowell a couple times here and there. And then all of a sudden, it just actually Ryan McDowell said, maybe next Friday. And I was like, oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Yeah. And then, yeah, I got ended up getting invited around 34% full. And I was like, wow, I am super lucky. Cool. So, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard issues of, like, people getting in but not accepting their invite or something and wondering, like, hey, what's what's going on in my hand? Am I not um, having to do some extra work, essentially? Yeah, yeah. 3,000 people, that's a big league to run. So, I'm sure, I'm sure they're, they ran into just about everything you can at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, it's good they're on Sleeper now. It's just majority of people... And if you're new to Dynasty, it's probably Sleeper you're starting out on nowadays. So that's that'll be good. You can branch out more because if you don't know MFL like how to draft, it's it's definitely confusing. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, any uh, any new trades or anything going on with you guys and your other leagues right now? Mm, I traded I traded Jonathan Taylor for. Damn it. We already spoke about that. It was kind of, it's kind of one of those trades that's pretty even. I don't think I've done much trading outside of that. I was kind of being lazy this week. Yeah. Yeah. I think you and I just were texting about it, but was there, what else was included in the deals? I got um, Pitts, McBride, and the, I don't know how to say his name, Dabs, Romeo Dabs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Bay guy, and I sent Jonathan Taylor, Calvin Austin, and Isaiah Likely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like, like that. I don't know. I thought it was decent. I just like one of those leagues where everybody seems to know what they're doing, so it's kind of hard to sell premium assets for like true value. Yeah. So, and Jonathan Taylor seemed, I don't know, I had him for a while, and it just felt like nobody wanted to pay for Yeah. I wanted to pay Jonathan they wanted that discount because he was a running back. So I feel like Pitts is somebody I could sell more easily. Yeah. Keep him or or not. Pitts yeah. is just so safe, I think. He's probably one of the safest assets in Dynasty right now. Mm-hmm. Next 10 years, you got your tight end set. Or, or yeah, or not. You can trade him and he's got to keep it. Like this time next year, he's still going to be going. This time three years from now, he's still going to be going. First round in super flex startups, most likely, especially tight end premiums. But yeah, all right, dogs going a little nuts. Um, but yeah, we got a uh, draft going on now. Scoobs, you were this close to to hopping in it. Um, actually, you know what? Before before we do that, so a little little news, which is kind of a big deal for early July. But um, just reading right from the article, Baker Mayfield traded to the Panthers for a conditional 2024 pick. Uh, Panthers paying basically just under 5 mil of uh, Baker's salary, and the Browns paying 10.5 mil. Uh, and he's got a bunch of incentives, up to 18.8 mil in incentives. Um, so, yeah, that was... That it was pretty anticipated, I guess. It was either him or Jimmy G. It sounded like going there. Um, but what does this do for for his value in your guys' perspective and your minds? Is this 
does this do anything? Do you have any Baker shares? Do you have any uh, DJ Moore CMC shares? Or, you know, how are you uh, digesting this? Whoever wants to go first. Go ahead, Scoop. I'll let you. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I didn't really, uh, I'm not, never really had a lot of, um, a lot of uh, Baker or DJ Moore, really. So I didn't really, it didn't change much for me. I mean, obviously it gives, it gives Baker a little bit of a, a bump and probably DJ Moore, everything's better than Darnold, really. So, but I don't think, I don't think it's really like a dramatic increase for either of them. It's probably a short term, like Baker's going to, I think Baker's a free agent after this year. And, um, and, you know, we've always had a problem with DJ Moore and quarterback. So I don't, I'm not getting my hopes up too quickly. Yeah. Any, uh, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I heard that, um, Carolina had 17 passing touchdowns the entire season last year. And I think Baker had 19 and he was hurt from week two on. So talk about you don't have to fill you don't have to fill any big shoes. You step right in and you're already you're already a better passing quarterback than they had. Yep. Yeah, if you're looking at like all the uh, quarterback metrics from last year, Sam Darnold's essentially in every single one in like the bottom five ten. So <laughs> It's one of those moves that, like, people's recency bias on Baker was already pretty low from last year because he played, he tough, I mean, he played through an injury, you know, pretty, pretty bad one, it sounded like. Um, so people were pretty down on him, I think, anyway. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just one of those things we're going to have to see it till. I think there's like a big value jump for either of them if there is. Um, but I mean, end of the day, it's still still a big improvement for DJ Moore. It's the best passing quarterback of of his career, which isn't saying a ton. But I don't know. I'm pretty pretty excited to see how it'll. I will I will kind of say though, like I feel like this is pretty good for this is pretty good for Baker. He comes in. He's got nothing to lose. Contract year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, he's got nothing to lose. He's leaving probably one of the worst, historically one of the worst organizations for quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Um, you know, he gets a fresh start. Uh, and it seems like, you know, him and Rule both have nothing to lose. They're kind of just fighting for their careers right now. So it's it's probably the best case for Baker if you're, if you're wanting some type of, like, revival of his career. Yep. And he plays the Browns week one. So that's yeah. that's just a that little bit more drops, gossip. <laughs> when he drops 40, you can sell him. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that's so... So just kind of pulling up uh, keep trade cuts rankings just because it's public site. Everyone has access to it. Um, and he was wide receiver 13 right now. So like right before Michael Pittman... I'm sorry, right after Michael Pittman, right before like Drake London, Tariq Hill, uh, T-Mac, kind of in that that area. Um, and like some recent trade. So recent trade finder on DLF. So who would you rather have, DJ Moore or Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson? Uh, Garrett Wilson, Rodgers. Wait, wait, this yeah, is... I'm... Wait, that was one QB. 
Um, let me filter this one. real quick. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my bad. That was one QB. So, um, so here's one. So, CD Lamb or Matt Ryan and DJ Moore. Wow. CD Lamb or Matt Ryan and more Superflex? E- yes. Yeah, I'll take CD. You know, I might go Matt Ryan and and, and more there. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really get that one. So. Here's another one. TJ Hawkinson and a 2023 second or DJ Moore and a 2023 third. Doesn't say tight end premium. It's safe. I think they're all, what, one tight end premium or 0.5 tight end premium? Let's assume it is. Who would you you take? Uh, I'd probably take Hawkinson or a second and Moore and a third. I'd probably take more. That's close. That's not really that's one a close one. Like, opinionated on. Yeah, that's what are we probably... thinking about? What are we thinking about Hawkinson this year? Hawkinson looked great before he got hurt last year. Yeah, he was like what? Tight end three, something like that. Top five. He was definitely really good. If you look at his yep. play, his uh, he was getting a lot of targets. Same quarterback. A different receiver room, but he's probably going to be the go-to guy still on like third downs. He didn't. Score, he only scored fourteen, or I said fourteen. Scored four touchdowns last year in thirteen games. So hopefully, we could see some positive touchdown regression. And um, hopefully, I mean, I really think like he could have been top five if he had finished the year healthy. Yep, he missed five weeks. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm- really excited for him too i mean he's hasn't taken that like elite step forward like the kittle waller kelsey step that everyone wanted so far but you can you can kind of point the finger in a couple directions as to why i mean he kind of did though last year he was tight in five and this year he was on track to do that again but he got hurt yeah so uh, he's had the big year in like a two tight end premium league um, he was um, tight end six at 17, 17.2 points per game, which would have uh, put him right around the wide receiver 15, which was T. Higgins at 17.3. All right. So, I mean, that's great. Like, if you're usually getting them two to three rounds in a normal league. Um, probably after T, you know, with any kind of tight end premium, I would say he's probably going around the fifth round in normal leagues, normal tight end premium. So I, I'm, I'm very high on him too. I'm just excited to see what they're going to do, but they have a lot of kind of players that play that same kind of intermediate pass catching role with Swift and, you know, Amon Ra obviously, and then uh, J-Mo whenever he's healthy and Sharks. So, they gave him the fifth year extension, I believe. Who? Didn't they give uh, Hawk the. Uh... Yeah, he got his fifth year pick. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they exercised the fifth year. So so they're invested in him. Yeah, they're going to use him. And he's um, only 25. Which is crazy. Yep. He feels like he should be 28 by now. Yeah. It's yep. his fifth year. So yeah, that's, that's good. He was. A- He's a young tight end. And, you know, tight ends usually really don't we, – we don't see a lot of young breakout tight ends. 
No, and see, so, yeah, this is yeah, fourth year, freaking, yeah. and only one year has he played more than thirteen games too. Yeah. So, string string together a couple a uh, couple solid years, and um, yeah, you know how kind of the next wave. Yeah. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? It, it, you know how like dynasty community is like super like biased towards like the preview like uh, Andrews for example had this big year and now mm-hmm. so he's the tight end one and if God, like Andrews had last year he'll be the tight end one and, and then you know if Pitts ever has yeah. a year like that he'll be it's just it just depends on who has had to, but really I, I do like to compare Hawkinson to Andrews I mean in 2019 I kind of just wish if Hawkinson stayed healthy he could have had a similar type of um, career path as in like Hawkins or Andrews had those, he was tight in five, tight in six. And then he had the blow up years, tight in one. But before that, he's kind of had a similar, similar career to Hawkinson, but Hawkinson just had got hurt last year. Yeah. Yeah. Like for tight ends, like you said, they, they take so long to break out um, unless you're just a freak like Kyle Pitts. But um, so age, you know, 27 for wide receiver is like 30 for, for tight ends. So you got to give them that couple years to get, get acclimated and, and find their role, so to speak, um, just to get the ball rolling. But, um, but yeah, we haven't had in all five leagues. I don't think there was a single trade in all five of the trade X leagues. So we're skipping that this week. Um, <laughs> But me and uh, we Buckeyes and some other guys were are in a uh, an ultra flex league that's still drafting. But the guys wanted to wrap it up. They thought thirty rounds was a little too long, so switched it to uh, twenty seven. Um, Yikes! Yeah, it's a little shallow, but I get it. They want to get the uh, rookie draft going. Um, but man, I'm in I'm in some that are 40, 45 man rosters you know super super deep I like um, those deep rosters benches yeah it's, even 30 is considered pretty shallow you know for dynasty I'm, I'm pretty sure I but. feel like if for the first year usually like 30 spots is plenty but as the league ages and you know you have guys you know, more trades more rookie drafts more players coming in kind of like I don't know it's just like the, if, if somebody is really good and they do you know they build up like a ton of bench depth they should be able mm-hmm. to answer everybody they want to there shouldn't be cuts like in the league I was looking at yesterday I have like really like there's nobody on my roster that I can look at and say hey I don't want that guy mm-hmm. so it's it's just annoying because there's so few bench spots compared to how many good players that I've been able to get over the last I think three years so it's. I feel like the more bench spots, or at least adding bench spots each year, would work. Yeah, it's the, the way I was looking, and we did the the rookies in there too. Uh, I was co commission with Don, um, and he kind of set up the league, and I did some of the settings and um, kind of worked together on it. So just trying to make everyone kind of happy and find a, a middle ground. But um, and, you know, once it hits that round, I mean, really fifth. Really, like thirteen round thirteen now. Like things really, there's a huge cliff after round like 11, 12. But especially when it gets to round like seventeen to twenty, you know, people are dragging. So I, I get it; they want to get it going. 
Um, and there's 48 kickers in there. So I think, hey, if it's a 30 rounder minus, you know, 48 kickers, it's similar to like a 25 rounder. So, yeah. Um, but Buckeye, you, uh, you want to quick touch on the draft on your team there? Like what you were doing? So it's a, yeah. Like all flex, all flex, two tight end premium, uh, PPR. Scoob, you were this close to being in, but uh, um, it's all flex. So it's start 10, eight, eight flex, wide receiver, running back, tight end, and then two super flex. So, um, which, you know, basically two quarterback, but a um, couple bonus points, a lot of bonus points, and there's uh, 0.5 points for any first down quarterback running back receiver tight end um so and quite a big bonus for tight ends too just to, but it levels it out a little more um but yeah take us so you uh you zagged while everyone zigged again I, I keep falling into this and i don't know i guess we'll see i'll eat i'm either gonna really suck in these leagues that i've done this or i'll win them but yeah, I just I said screw quarterback and I waited till round nine in a super flex league to get a quarterback. I went Yeah real but it worked. RB heavy, you know. Yeah, I I did give up a twenty three first for Gibson, which is kind of a long play for me. I just mm-hmm. figured, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna need this twenty three first right now. Whereas Gibson mm-hmm. is such a wild card and there's so right. I mean, we all know how the off season goes anybody who is anybody can make news so everyone's out here saying brian robinson is the goal line back well okay you know there's still there's still some value here hopefully but yeah i think let's see i went six running backs with my first seven picks so yep taylor mccaffrey mixon camara gibson and jacobs yeah so you're going for it year one you're just pedal to the metal yes Yep. Pull out. And that's like with these all flex leagues, like you're, we're going to see it. We're seeing a lot of that of like just extremes one way or another. Um, where spot to be is kind of in the middle where you're kind of youth, kind of vet, kind of this, kind of that. You know what I mean? And I think that's. Especially with this league. Like if you're building right. an actual like solid dynasty team with your two running backs, your three wide receivers, right. that's really not going to get you anywhere here. Right. So get your, get your tight ends, get your quarterbacks or just go RB heavy. And... Yep. So you got Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey with your first two picks. So yeah. you got arguably, you know, the RB one and the RB two right now in dynasty. <laughs> so, um, and then what? Mixon in the third, Tariq in the fourth. And then I went again, Kamara. You know, I don't know. I can't stay off. He's the drug. It's just the unknown. I'm addicted to it. And <laughs> we'll, we'll see. And then Gibson and then Josh Jacobs. And then I went and got some positions with Devontae and Cole Komet. I know I know you're a Komet fan. Scooby, you like Komet this year? Yeah, I'm big on both Mooney and Komet. The volume's going to be crazy. Eight six too. The two top, two uh, tight end premium lead. It's good, good pickup. And uh, just hammering some some long shots here in the later rounds with some of these backup 
backed up tight ends, Moreau, Gray, Long, Bates. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Where'd you yeah, draft you got, from? You got your uh, second quarterback, though, is Wentz. I mean, yeah. people, the Wentz slander is at an all-time high. But, I mean, end of the day, he finished higher last year than Derek Carr. Uh, or, I'm sorry, one spot behind Derek Carr. And Derek Carr right now is going sometimes, like, late second in Superflex Leagues. Um, and, yeah, he got a big upgrade. Um, and I think he's going to end of the day probably be you know more stable piece but you know again if you're going for year one and you need a late round quarterback i love Wentz in the late rounds um you know back end of the ninth early tenth um, so i like that you kind of you still got your quarterbacks end of the day still got them still got them and then still actually that that very next pick is when the baker mayfield news came in and big crazy uh, hopped all over that yep <laughs> yeah so where did he go went 10-8 oh okay two picks after once yep okay so that's that's pretty good so he got a little jump there um because i think everyone's anticipating him to, to to win the job i don't think corral is really even in the running um I don't even think he was really when they didn't sign Baker. I think they were going to have to roll out Darnold. So, um, but yeah, solid, solid team. It's got, like you said, it's either going to work or it's not. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about these league of like, how, how is it going to affect like the trade market in our league? Cause there's no real roster requirements. Um, you know, it's all flex. Um, other than again quarterback, because even though it's super flex, everyone's still gonna start a quarterback there, you know, right, um, right. if they can. Um, but yeah, so I got and it was third round reversal. Um, but in my head, I was like, hey, I had so I had the one oh nine, um, and I it was a reach, but I took Dak at the one oh nine. Um, so drafting like the back half, I was like, hey, I'm not missing out. I don't want to – I want to try something different. I want my quarterback one locked in. And even though Dak's not like Kyler or Mahomes or Lamar, um, just didn't want to have to worry about it. And then I traded back up to the 111. So I got Dak Pitts at the 111. And then back at the 204, took Trey Lance. Um, and that started the, the quarterback frenzy where then Stafford, Lawrence, Carr, Fields, all taken in the second round. So this league was very, very heavy in the quarterbacks, <laughs> um, which is cool because, again, it's it's you got to be extreme. There's going to be one way or another and and – which is probably when you decided to pivot and go, you know, say punt it and screw up the value on the other. But yeah, in my head, I was like, Hey, I want to want to have my two quarterbacks locked up on um, the upside of Lance with kind of the stability of Dak and the consistency, consistency of Dak. Um, and then again, we we're just talking about pits, just the lack of my, my tight end one for hopefully the next 10 plus years. Um, in a tight end premium league, it's just in my just 
so going into last year i hated tight ends i was like no i don't care i i want a league streaming them once so i thought i could do it every year and last year i really got into the tight end premiums and um so this year my whole mentality changed on them of like having a stud tight end it's just so important just having that advantage um and and yeah and that was pretty much it because i traded my third fourth and fifth um trying to see what was my next pick so I had the two the, the one the two the or two in the first and then i had uh mike williams at the six five it's Goddard at six nine was my other quarterback Jameis Winston and Tannehill the seven and the eighth round um, again just seeing how quarterbacks are being valued in this league just at least wanted to grab a, a second one a third one a fourth one um, if I don't have three quarterbacks before like the eighth ninth round I just feel empty I feel like something's missing well your quarterback three and four are good enough to be my one so that's pretty depressing on my end <laughs> yeah well yeah i'm not like happy with my super happy with my team though um made a in draft trade um yeah so maybe it was i don't know if it was after right after or right before uh, the baker news broke but i traded with derek let me see here. The uh, draft trade, but it traded uh, DJ Moore at a 2023 fourth for uh, Fryermuth, um, a 2023 second, and the 15th, which I ended up taking, picking a second rounder. So, so basically, the Muth and two seconds for DJ Moore, essentially. Um, yeah, I probably could have went a little bit more, but in the tight end premium league, I mean, I think it's gonna they're gonna be close enough in scoring. Uh, and I like it, and I just wanted to have a bunch of tight ends. That was really the only thought process that went into that. Which is not bad. I like that trade. I like it. Yeah, I like DJ. Moore. I have a bunch of DJ Moore too, so. Just wanted to move move him because my team was so like meh before that. I do have Aaron Jones, um, but Pitts is my yeah. I kind of build around Dak, Lance, and Pitts. There are three pieces early. Wanted to trade up, get the two quarterbacks, get the stud tight end, and kind of build around them. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it makes sense. I, it- it's just so great, all the flexibility with this league, too, for sure. Yeah, no pun intended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty much it. We're trying to wrap this up and get the uh, rookie draft going. Um, I have a bunch of late-round picks, too, in the, the rookie draft. Because um, this class is so weird. It's like, after I see the 1-0... I think Scooby just fell off, but... After I see the uh, the 105, the 106 was taken, I mean, in my head, I'm like, well, that's all my guys. Like, it's such a teardrop off yeah. in the first round. Like, I'm just waiting till second, 
second rounders are there. Sure. Grab the value on the vets. Um, and it could be. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and really like at that point, you're just going for all high upside running backs. Right. You know? Yep. Yeah. Or like a, uh, um, Dotson. I mean, I'm still high on Dotson. Like I've been getting him mid second round. He's a first. Really? Wow. Like his ever since the, the McLaren signing, um, you know, he's taken a, a little hit and I get it. You know, he's not the wide receiver one, at least now on the team, but, um, think of any other years past where you're getting a first rounder at, at the mid second. It just doesn't really happen. Oh, that's um, a yeah. I don't think like talent wise, he's up there with JMO and even a I like, I like a lot more, but, um, but shoot, I'll take that 10 out of 10 times, even at the 201. Um, usually Spiller or someone kind of falls there. And then kind of, if I can't get them, wait till the third, because there's there's lots of good third pieces there. Yes. How do you how do you like Zamir White? Uh, Zamir White is on the Bucks, right? I always get the, the Bucks. The, um, no, he's, I went to go say Oakland, but he's on the Raiders. Raiders, right. Okay. I always get him in the, um, uh, what's his name? Not Pierce. Um, Rashad White. Rashad White. That's it. Yep. Um, yep. I, I mean, I don't know. It's like, hey, you can kind of poke fingers at it either way. Like, yeah, the McDaniels drafted him, the new regime, yada, yada. He has no ties to the old old crew, but um, and you know running backs just get beat up so much. Like the, their prime years are really when they're first drafted, um, when they're rookies, you know. Unless they're like platter backs and just kind of spelling the starter, but even those guys get get their ACLs torn just from one play. But um, yeah, but I, I, have, I have no idea. I, I really have no idea if it's going to be like Patriots West Coast where all the running backs are just just make you want to pull your hair out and you can't figure out <laughs> who to start and you know what I mean yeah I, but um sorry you broke up there what, what were you saying oh no 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 I just kind of stalled out no go ahead oh okay gotcha um I was just going to say because there's just so many, like you said, you don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna do with back everything. They don't care about Josh Jacobs. They'll run. They don't care about Josh Jacobs. Your boy. Oh. I take up. I can't hear you. By the time. Oh, you're kind of breaking up there a little bit. Can you hear me? Yo, yo, you there? Uh, I think we lost, uh, I think we lost Buckeyes there. Hey, can you hear me? Well, Scooby had to dip out, and uh, it looks like uh, Buckeye's service might not be great right now. Um, but I think he was kind of going in on 
Demir White. I'm talking slow in case he joins. Damn, didn't happen. So. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'll kind of wrap this up, I guess. Um, Guys, sorry about that. Had some uh, technical difficulties, but uh, just hopping on again to say thanks for uh, Scooby-Dooby-Doo and Boya Buckeyes for hopping on. Uh, talking some Dynasty here on Monday, July 11th. Uh, the 10th episode finally hit double digits of the Dynasty dashboard. Uh, thank you for anyone who's been listening. Uh, appreciate all, all the listeners um, and just here to have some fun and talk Dynasty and and uh, not drive our, our loved ones and friends nuts that have no idea what we're talking about. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll get another one going this week. So uh, in the meantime, keep the trades flowing and we'll talk to you soon. Later, boys.